Thank you for tuning into the Pictures of Lily podcast. I'm your host, Lily Moayeri. I've been a music journalist since 1992, and I interview a lot of music-related people. This podcast is about my experience behind the story, my experience doing the interviews, just to give you a snapshot of what it's like on the other side of the digital recorder. Pictures of Lily. In this episode, I'm going to be talking to you about two of my interviews from last year that were standouts for completely different reasons and seemed to me like they would have nothing in common. One of them is with Tom Kiefer from Cinderella from the 80s heavy metal band. He's the singer and the guitarist, now gone solo. The other is with Jennifer Lee, who's Toki Monster. You'll be wondering, what does that rocker and this raver have in common? Turns out they had an unexpected thing in common. They both have the same birthday, January 26th, except they're 26 years apart. Here are a few snapshots of my experiences interviewing Tom and Toki, which sounds like I interviewed them together, but that definitely was not the case. I interviewed Toki in August at a place near our house, a studio called Max Senate, which is an old Hollywood studio that's now being used as a soundstage again, and for a lot of other things, including our photo shoot. And I interviewed Tom in October. That was over the phone. I've been a fan of Tom since his Cinderella days. If you remember, which you may not, Cinderella had some fantastic videos on MTV with these two girls in these polka dotted outfits that were very memorable. But really, I absolutely love their music and I loved it from the very beginning. I loved the whole aesthetic, both orally and visually. I went to see them numerous times in concert. And the first time was when they opened up for Bon Jovi. And I left before Bon Jovi played because I only had bought the ticket because I wanted to see Cinderella. I met Tom in the mid-2000s after a Cinderella show. He was very gracious, very nice, really easy to hang out with and talk to, very low-key. This past year, we saw him perform, and it was a solo show with his band, which they're billing as hashtag Kiefer Band. This includes his wife, Savannah, and she's the one that he sang the song, Don't Know What You've Got Till It's Gone About. Although, of course, he got her back, so the song worked. This was the first time I'd seen Tom play in a venue that was less than 10,000 people. And he performed like he was performing for an arena. He brought all the business. Total balls out performance, all the attitude, amazing interaction with his band, and he looks amazing. Uh, this is all really saying something because he's had very major vocal issues as one of his vocal cords was paralyzed. But when I interviewed him, he was telling me, and this is a direct quote from the interview, I've always been of a mindset that when I walk on stage, I want to give my best and my all to the audience, to the fans, says Kiefer. Even going back to the early tours with Cinderella, I always was stone cold sober on stage. 
I enjoy what I do too much. The high is walking on that stage, knowing that you're performing at your best level. That's the kick for me, knowing that you can walk off stage and say, I did my best and that's what I gave the audience. That might sound kind of cheesy or kind of predictable, but it didn't sound like it when he was saying it. It felt really genuine. Tokimasa also had some health issues, uh, much more serious than Tom's, because Tom would lose his voice, which is terrible, but he's not going to die. Hers is a disease called Moya Moya, which in a nutshell, without getting too deep into the medical side of it, it's a neurovascular disease which affects the blood flow to your brain. Toki's been very vocal about this disease and her situation, and she had no problem going over all of that with me, both the personal and the financial questions I was asking her related to the disease. Not just the physical aspect of it, but the impact I'd had on her livelihood. My new fire, you ought to come to light me. This is one of the things she told me. I'm a problem solver. I didn't want to wait. I didn't know how this disease was going to progress. If surgery is what I have to have, let's do it. I know today that the artery feeding the left side of my brain is completely shut. Zero blood is coming through there. That means I would have died, so I'm really grateful for the decision I made. But it also sucks, to put it blatantly. You find out your diagnosis, you decide to have surgery. In between that, you have to write a will. You have to write an advanced medical directive telling them when you want them to pull the plug on you. You don't want to have to think about that. People get to live blindly like there are no consequences. When you're dealing with a possible outcome like that, it's very sobering. We wind a bit. I first met Toki a few years ago at a time of her second album, I believe. She had a record release party at Roy Choi, who is a celebrity chef's A-frame restaurant. Roy's a really good friend of hers and a fellow Korean-American, and he created a custom-made menu that matched the songs in the album, except he rearranged the order of the songs to match the food that he had created for her album. It was an interesting experience, very unique. He also gave us all the food on paper tablecloths, so there was like no plates, no cutlery, and you just kind of ate with your hands off these paper tablecloths that they kept on changing in between each course. It was actually pretty amazing. And I said to myself, check this out. When I got to the studio for the interview, Toki was still in the middle of the photo shoot with Bethany Vargas, who's an amazing photographer with fantastic vision. And she had her in really elaborate costumes, really elaborate hair, really elaborate makeup, really elaborate jewelry. It was just fantastic to watch. There was so much detail. And when we did our interview, Toki was just in a bathrobe, but she still had her hair and makeup on. 
And so it was like a really interesting contrast because she's wearing a shorty bathrobe and fuzzy slippers trying to, you know, be as modest as she can be. But then like from her neck up, she was like a porcelain doll. Those are a few snapshots of my experience with the rocker and a raver, common Toki. You can read the entirety of both those stories at picturesoflily.com. That's pictures-of-lily.com or pictures-of-lily.com. You can also find my Tom Kiefer story at rockandrollglobe.com. And check out that main image. It's going to make you laugh. Also, check out his new album, Rise. That's his second solo one. And you can find my Tokyo Monster cover story at djmag.com. That's the edited version of the story that came out in the print magazine. For the full story and all the details and context, it's best to read the print version, which is available on PDF online, I believe. And you can find it at picturesoflily.com. In the next episode, I'll be talking to you about Nicolas Godin. Nicolas is one half of the French duo Air, and he has a new album called Concrete and Glass. I interviewed Nicolas for Flood magazine, and I'll be telling you about my experiences with that. Once again, thank you for listening. Pictures of Lily.